potential for greatness lives within each of us. I dare. My name is Nikki Dare. I dare was born of personal hardship, triumph, and the desire to succeed. I dare, the acronym for integrity of diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment is the hallmark of my life, derived from learning to evolve through difficult circumstances. Growth experiences necessarily result from these challenges. Without the obstacles, we never would know the true meaning of success or feel the exaltation of triumphing over adversity. My personal mission, therefore, is to help you encounter your purpose and live your best, best life by unearthing your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. I did, and so can you. It's about personal empowerment and unlocking your inner potential. I Dare, therefore, is a way of life. Please join me to discover your inner potential by sharing some of our own challenges. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening and joining me today. Let's make it a blessed, joyful week this week. Thank you. Thank you for joining us at Nikki Dare Radio. Heard worldwide by millions of listeners with your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Our podcast hosted by Nikki Dare is your home for education to safety and survival, leadership and inspiration. Nikki Dare is the founder of iDare Inc., a registered 501c3 with its mission to educate and mobilize resources for preparedness and sustainability. iDare is a grassroots credo and personal mission based on its pillars of excellence, integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. Ms. Dare's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose by unlocking your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. Nikki Dare is the published author of The Audacity of Veracity, a columnist, women in the field of Western Outdoor News, California's publication of Fishing and Hunting. Ms. Dare is a certified firearms instructor in rifle, shotgun, and handgun, RSO, range safety officer, and CERT, community emergency response training member, a FEMA certified training, women's advocate, transformational mentor, and a seasoned BPR change management consultant since her early 20s in transforming companies. And decades later, she is reinventing her purpose. Nikki Dare's life has been spent passionately in helping others going through transformation, both personal and professional. And now, here's your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Such a lovely name. Help me with it. Sweet.
Oh my goodness, see? I would have missed it. So, shall we start? Mm -hmm. I think we should start. Transforming your dreams into goals. And woman as guiding force of principles and purpose. Enough said about what we can do, right? We choose to practice self-love, self-awareness, sticking inward of our innate power. We talk about this all over the podcast that I've been, I've been sessions that I've been um, carrying out. We're all humans, though, with emotional connection. We're all counterintuitive, insightful. With purpose and passion, we know we can achieve great things together. I want to say this. Aloha, da, bonjour. I don't know German. <laughs> Buenos dias, selamat pagi. How are you guys doing? Thank you for joining us again this morning on our show, We Talk Podcast. I'm Nikki Dare, your host. Welcome to another inspiring session with us here. This morning, I have a very exclusive guest, lovely guest, who is originally from Germany, but currently lives in the beautiful island Malta, Malta Island. She will share her ex expertise in guiding women and men, yes, they are included in the equation, to transforming their dreams into goals and actions into results. She helps sort the chaos in your head and life, a relaxed life, while being themselves and successful. I think I need this myself. <laughs> Beautiful Lisa. She is a business mindset coach. She is a life coach and MBCT trainer. Lisa is one of the founders of also a software, German software company. She offer, offers arrays of classes on site as well as off site. And, you know, I think I want her to share with us more details on that too, a little bit. A little bit later. I'm super excited, as you can see, with our lovely guest all the way from Malta. Let's help me say hello to her now. Lisa, how are you doing, my dear? <laughs> Hi, thanks for inviting me. I am great, having a good start into the week. <laughs> great. Uh, we all have to do that, right? So where are you located? I know you mentioned, I'm reading your bio here, uh, looking at that, you're in Malta Island. Tell us where that is, and also looking at the map of Europe, I pulled this out, it's somewhere south in Italy, right, in southern Europe, probably, North African coast, uh, is an island, so I don't know, I mean, you tell us, I've never been there, by the way, I'm pretty sure it's lovely. Yeah, Malta is a very beautiful, tiny island and country, so both country and island, and um it's in the south of Europe. It's like 90 miles from Sicily and a few hundred miles from Africa. So it's like right in between the Mediterranean. And um, we have quite a, quite a rocky coast, a few sandy beaches, but most of, the, mo most of it is rocky. So it's great for hikes and to go diving. And yeah, that's what I really love about the island. Oh, you're a lucky girl, you know that. And so I, I assume that you have all of those outdoor, um, you know, gems over there, right? Beautiful views and sceneries, I can imagine. Yes, definitely. Yeah, the countryside is lovely and it's very, um, yeah, it varies a lot. You can see uh, even in movies it's used. It's funny because they say Little Hollywood to Malta because there are so many movies done here, like even Gladiator and Troy, Game of Thrones, um, 300. I love Troy. 
I love Troy movie. I, I see that uh, multiple times. So that's where they shoot that. I thought it was in Cabo somewhere, Pacific Ocean. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because it's so various and there are so many film sets here. So they love to use it. Well, you're lucky that you, uh, you know, you reside over there in a beautiful island, Malta. Um, I like to start the show. Instead of um, you have quite an accomplishment, uh, has all of your accolades here. I want to hear a story from you, a story that uh, your personal journey, which have taken turns, you know, picking valleys probably that shape you to what you do today and take you where you are. Your story that represented you, who you are today, basically, you know. Uh, how do you respond to some of those challenges as a woman and business owner? And share with us a little bit about your background, why you chose this professional career. And tell us also why is this so important for you and that you would like to pursue profession, career of this choice. It sounds like it is a passion to you that becomes a money-making career. Yes, so, um, well, um, I started originally as a makeup artist um, and it was like in um, like eight years ago, roughly. Um, at this time, like before I started my profession as a makeup artist, I used to be in school and didn't really know what I was supposed to do or learn because there was I, I wasn't sure what I should study because um, like um, there was this um, moment in my life. I still remember when I was about 10 and our neighbor was into um, psychology. She went, went to university and I was thinking at that time, wow, that must be really cool. And um, in my family, at least at that time, it was something you really don't talk about if you have emotional problems. So um, they were like, oh no, psych psychologists shouldn't study that. It's for someone who can't do anything else. And so if you hear that by being 10 years, you are like, okay, I mean, your parents must be right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, when I was in school, I was pretty, that way. I was, I was like pretty unhappy. And then I uh, finished school with the 12th grade. Usually you do 13 in Germany or 10. Like I was like in between. I had more than 10, but not 13. Uh, <laughs> so um, it was not really easy because my parents obviously wanted me to like finish until the rest like these 13 grades but for me it just I didn't it didn't make any sense because I was sure I didn't want to go to university so far and even like abroad I can I could still go studying with the 12th uh, yeah with the 12th grade so um, at that time I wasn't sure what to do because I loved um, being creative and um, um, so I decided okay maybe I should apply as a graphic designer because I was already a lot into Photoshop um, and like doing graphic designs on there, but um, they didn't want me because um, I didn't do any apprenticeship before. Um, yeah, so they were like, okay, you are fresh from school. Sorry, we can't offer you an apprenticeship. So I decided, well, okay, yeah. then let's see what else I can do. And I decided to become a makeup artist and even worked with MAC Cosmetics, for example. So yes. quite a big like brand. Yeah, and like people were like, wow, you are working with MAC. And so I started being um, at sites of photo shoots and film sets. And um, I really loved to be creative, but uh, somehow I was never that kind of person who loved to 
like dress up all the time and to work wear like fancy makeup the whole day like very very strong with tons of colors so publicity um, mm, so i was a bit like at mac they were always like trying to push me like come on put on some more and i was like it's not really my thing and <laughs> Well, so um, after a year being um, working with Mac and um, I decided, well, okay, your parents must be right at some point. Maybe you should try again to do an apprenticeship as a graphic designer. And then uh, there was an agency who wanted to um, get me as an apprentice. And like after one and a half years working there, I felt really bored and at the same time totally stressed because the um yeah the the guy who then took over the company was really really rude to the employees so he was a very very bad boss and uh, then yeah i was really frustrated because like everyone around me seemed to be kind of successful and i was there like struggling um so then luckily at this time uh, my boyfriend supported me and he told me well if you are so stressed why don't you quit you know what what can happen and uh, luckily he convinced me and um so i decided okay just um, do your own makeup artist business and then i went into the business and i worked a few years in this industry but then we moved to malta and the culture here is so different. And um, as I mentioned before, I'm more kind of a natural person. And here they are like totally into beauty contests and lots of glitter and glamour. And so it fits it's, in like, with what your dreams, it fits in with, with your vision, it fits yes. in with your lifestyle, it fits in with everything about Lisa, right? Mm -hmm. So you, you basically all of those things in the background was uh, you stem from Germany, correct? And then mm -hmm. prior prior to yes. moving here to Malta. All right. And then that's where you go, oh my gosh, this is something I cannot believe that I made this decision. And that's where you, you arrive, right? To your self-discovery. Yes. Tell us exactly. about that. Exactly. Yes. So, um, yeah, it was like pretty hard for me. And then I wasn't sure what to do because like going back in, and work as a graphic designer wasn't something I really wanted to um, but there was no other point because at that time I didn't have any other business I was thinking of like doing and um, I didn't want to be like reliable and dependent on my boyfriend so I applied for um, a position as a graphic designer um, and then I worked there for three months knowing already that this is something I wouldn't want to do forever and I started building my own business as a retoucher at that time um, because I thought, well, okay, Photoshop is fun, being creative is good. You can work with clients from everywhere. Um, so it was like 2014 at that time. And then over the years, like um, I discovered that it, this industry, the retouching industry is like super superficial and there is no real deep meaning. And um, that you can't really talk about deep emotional things which really change something in life with people because at, at the end I just got a photo made it more nice than it already was and sent it back so right. <laughs> it right. arrived at like so there's no organic there's no originality yes. and uh, you, you don't feel comfortable doing that exactly. it doesn't fit in with what you have inside 
your passion. Yes. So, yeah. Then um, I got like published in big magazines like Elle, Glamour, Mercedes, Dior. I worked with them. And, and it was like people were like, wow, that's amazing. And I already started teaching people like even after only being in business for three months because I became pretty good fast. Um, but then in 2016, I was at some point like not really happy about what I did because I didn't feel fulfilled. And um, I really wanted to help people on a deeper meaning because I saw so many people struggling. Um, and at the same time, I wasn't sure about what I else I could offer. So um, there was like yeah three big things which happened in 2016, which then yeah, made me like shift into the business where I am now because um, like one was my boyfriend, um, he got diagnosed with a brain tumor. So um, it was like a very, very big thing which happened in our lives and it was even life-threatening. So it even like showed me how important it is like to really take care of yourself and really listen to what you and your body needs. Um, luckily, um, he had um, an emergency um, surgery. So like after a week, luckily the, it was removed, but he's still like dependent uh, yeah, on this medicine he now takes. So it's something which really like showed me how important it is yeah, to just be you and uh, really value your life and not just live your life for others. Um, and then, there, then I, um, yeah, my boyfriend and me, we went to Rome for my birthday and suddenly I fell <laughs> and my, my ankles, they were broken. So I had so many bones broken, even in my wrist and I couldn't work. <laughs> and I was like super frustrated because I was like, wow, I can't work now. What am I supposed to do? And at the same time, I wasn't happy anyway in the situation where I was, even though like from the outside, it looks quite successful if you are published in magazines and stuff. Um, and I visited a business boot camp, it was called, um, from a big entrepreneur in Germany. And then he asked me the question like, okay, if you had like tons of money and you wouldn't need to work at all, would you still do what you are doing now? And I was like, well, no. <laughs> no, um, no, no. <laughs> I'm not happy. Did you tell that? It was all just a mask in front, right? I mean, we all do that sometimes, you know. Mm -hmm. Woman uh, um, has the ability to do so. Uh, but then inside, we kind of like took us in. And then that's the moment when we realize you're not alone. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of resources out there that, can, that you can reach out to that can be able to help you go through the process and everything. Very inspiring. Go ahead. Yeah, so... Great story. <laughs> <laughs> so then um, I had a couple of months where I decided to, to decided to just take a break from what I was doing and I needed something else. So uh, at that time I just decided, okay, I quit with retouching. And then I had like half a year figuring out what I was supposed to do. Um, and I decided just to do something else and joined some friends at a diving school just to get a totally different perspective and at least to do something. Um, 
yeah so that was pretty nice um thing because like there were so many different people from all over the world working there and even the customers and they were totally different from the company i was like like the, the industry i was working in before and um yeah so it was really great and um then at the same time um we developed this platform i offer now with my boyfriend and our business partner um, because I decided, okay, well, I'm out of business now, but I still got some nice video courses and I needed a platform to offer these. So I wasn't happy about what was on the market. Um, so we decided to create our own membership site. Um, yeah, so Debra we... Debra MG, uh, tell us about that, the... Mm -hmm. uh, the on-site and off-site. I, I look at your website and then you're offering uh, the workshop on-site MCBT. Can you tell us about yeah, that? Yeah, that's something, that's something that came a bit later. So um, like at that time, it was 2017, um, we created this platform to host your video courses. Uh, so it's for those who are already video course creators, it's like Kajabi or Teachable, but for the German market. Um, and it's called Kochi. So that was the thing we developed. And then I made a big final sale kind of, and then I was out of business with retouching. So now I run the company Kochi and additionally, I work as a life coach for okay. women, especially. Right. Yeah. And with this, I, I created uh, not only one-on-one -on -one coaching or group coachings, but also online or offline uh, workshops. So um, I'm specialized in mindfulness. Um, so um, MBCT, mindfulness-based cognitive therapy. And um, I use it mainly for stress relief and for getting a clearer vision and being more compassionate and confident. But it can even be used for relieving pain and depression. So like this thing, MBCT was originally used in the 1970s when it started. Um, and like this guy is called uh, John Kabat-Zinn and he's one of the biggest leaders and he developed a program of six to eight weeks and I even am allowed officially um, because I'm accredited and a trainer to introduce this program to others um, and this is a six to eight week course I offer online and offline um, for now I offer it to um, yeah, to groups, to small groups, um, either in Malta or, um, yeah, with a Zoom or Skype call. But my next goal is to even offer it as a video course. Now, is this, uh, obviously, you're using the technology where you can reach out globally uh, worldwide, right? Mm -hmm. uh, who are your biggest audience at the moment, or client, I should say, uh, who are, you know, utilizing your video uh, online courses right now for that you know, for, for what you do, the topic. Like mainly um, it's for women who are between like, let's say roughly 20, 25 to 35, who are already, mo at least most of them are already self-employed. Um, but some of them are in higher job positions like managing or else like trying to start their own business. Yeah, but the main, main audience of them is already self-employed. Okay, so uh, you cover also subjects such as stress uh, for stress relief, mm -hmm. uh, and then my 
as well as uh, do you also touch base on a corporate, let's say? I mean, you mentioned that on your website, right? Corporate um, uh, executives, let's say, that's going through a lot of, or, or even changing jobs, for example. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have so much employment out there, and then they're trying to figure out what's next now. You know, what do we do now? Um, after we, we left the job, is it, you know, should, should we get on to another? Or sometimes, like you said, I mean, they're not 25, but in the bracket of age bracket of, let's say, 40, 50, uh, maybe jobs is sort of fierce competition out there with the younger generation, right? Um, do you also offer that? I mean, if, if so, what, what sort of um, highlight that you can tell us and share with us uh, that, that, that is so, um, you know, your solution to making this, all of this, you know, uh, problems or issues that they have, challenges that they're facing? Yeah, um, basically, uh, yes, I also help them with that because it's like removing their chaos they have because usually they are like, okay, what, what am I supposed to do now? And um, what I think what is the main issue and it's also what I used to have when I wanted to change careers was like, oh my God, what will people think? Uh, what will my family think or my friends? What if I'm not going to be successful? What if I'm not good enough? And usually it all comes down to like self-doubt. And um, Yes, completely. And then, you know, some of this, if I'm in Jack, some of the women that I've talked to, too, they have so many sets of skills, let's say, or the ones that corporate executive, they've been managing for two, three decades, and suddenly they're out of job. And then that, now they, they, what do they do? Uh, do they, some of them completely different what they've done in the two decades, you know. Um, I, I empathize that, you know, but then again, I celebrate that because it's like now you're transforming yourself to really what your purpose in life and then you yes. follow your passion. So basically reigniting yourself, you know, re rebuilding yourself into maybe the best version of yourself. And I think yes. that's what it's all about. Yeah, I think so as well, because like if you constantly try to live with this, things you are doing now but you know deep within it's not something for you and it really stresses you it just would get worse and worse so it's like the best time to change is now i would say because and then just let go of the old stuff and start new and even if you have maybe like problems with families or friends who don't understand i would just try to explain your situation and how you feel maybe like share it like with them how the current situation makes you feel and um, I'm pretty sure they will then understand that you want to change and even if not maybe just keep a dist distance to them for a while until you like kind of yeah sorted your life because it's also what I used to do like when I try when I went yeah stop going to school and then uh, not going into an apprenticeship or university directly of course my parents at that time weren't happy about that <laughs> um, and it can be can be really hard especially if you deep within you really love them but then you just need to let go of it and then uh, maybe after a few months then you can slowly rebuild the relationship again and I mean even now my family is really proud of what I do they totally understand what I did but they only understand after you did that Sometimes. Exactly. Sometimes they don't get it. Why you do that right now? <laughs> right. I think there's a lot of challenges also, uh, believe it or not, like you said, I mean, is our close immediate family members, our close friends that, that perhaps challenging 
what we want to do following our passion and the purpose in our lives sometimes. Like you said, maybe just pause a minute, do restructure yourself, rebuild yourself. And then once when you um, are ready to announce your success or this is what I do and I'm happy with it, you know, it's unconditionally. They will accept you either way. They love you either way. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's, I think it's also important, like, always to take care of yourself and to really take care and take time for you and yourself. Because if you're constantly, like, stressing yourself because of the job you do or all the stuff you have to do, um, it's like your, your brain can't really shut off and you just can't focus anymore. So, like, really take care of yourself and try to, like, at least each day, like, get a few minutes I mean, an hour would be much better per day, but like even if it's... <laughs> yeah, yoga, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Yeah. like, even if it's just for a few minutes per day, like, always, like, try to get a few minutes for yourself. And then you might notice that there are so many thoughts coming up in your, in your head. You can't even think of nothing, but there's so much stuff going on. And usually that stuff, which is then constantly go, like in your head again and again, it's something which really needs your attention. So yeah, take care of yourself and really like take time for yourself. Um, and it's interesting. I think that is, yes. yeah. And what really helps in that case, I think is like mindfulness meditation and it's something I am in and I also teach that. And basically it really helps you to like calm down and be present again, because usually like, even if you talk to someone, uh, you start drifting because your mind goes somewhere else because maybe you are worrying about stuff or you are constantly like thinking, Oh, that I need to do that. And I need to do that. And it even adds stress. So if you are in that situation, what helps is like, just go back to the present where you are now and like, if it's like hard to get yeah yourself back kind of um, <laughs> then you can always yoga. Like, <laughs> i believe in that by the way the meditation part of it as part of the mindfulness obviously is the mindset mm -hmm. um you know like okay breathing is important so i yeah. try to you know go back again reset yeah. Like course, focus so. on your breath so like yeah. focus on your breath check what can you see right now like maybe even focus on some objects which are in the room um, or even try to smell things try to hear things which are in in the present and it really like brings you back and you can focus on whatever you are doing again right now i think that's important you know where we um uh, you know, whichever way that we, you find yourself effective in how to reset yourself or keep yourself calm and relaxed. Uh, we juggle so many different things. Now, before I forget, um, what interests me to ask you is the question of diving. Is that a mm -hmm. hobby that you picked up when you, when you moved to Malta? Because <laughs> I, yeah, I love doing that. And I find it very, very relaxing when you're down yes. underwater. And, you know, that's one of the, the outlet, I should say, you know, when you close to nature, you're close to the uh, just nature, the beautiful scenery, like you said, see, hear and smell, right? And then those are the things that I see, hear and smell. And I find that even though I'm claustrophobic, even though, <laughs> but I find that very, very, very peaceful down there. 
So um, tell us about your experience or your journey on picking up that kind of hobby because I'm very outdoor enthusiast, obviously, about this kind of thing. Yeah, um, like diving, I always wanted to do that. Um, I was always like really into the ocean. I really loved it, even when I was a child. Uh, when I was a child, I even wanted to become like some ocean explorer. explorer. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, like then uh, 2006 um, yeah in 2006 we went to Fuerteventura which is on the Canary Islands and um, there was a course which was then offered um, to do a trial dive and I was like wow dad can we do that please I want to do that and yeah so um, it all started like that and um, so it was amazing when we moved here five years ago that um, this island, especially because I'm not on the main island of Malta, I'm on the uh, smaller sister island, which is called Gozo. And it's amazing to, to go for a dive because like it's all rocky. So there's no sand, which would then like destroy your vision. So it's like usually you can see like 30 to 40 meters wide underwater. You have caves, you have a lot of nice landscape and um, here in the Mediterranean, usually it's hard to go diving at some areas because the view isn't that good. But because we are like in the middle of the Mediterra Mediterranean, it's super clear. Um, and usually yeah, you could go diving even all year round. Um, so um, yeah, I'm a diver since uh, 2016 or uh, 2006 already. And then two years ago, I even started to try a free diving which is amazing as well because it's like kind of a meditation as well even oh, and yeah. it's super relaxing. Yeah, it is. It's more of meditation to some people, to myself uh, included. Um, beautiful fish, when you see the Rockies and the structures, everything, landscapes underwater, uh, those are the attractions for a lot of different fish. I'm pretty sure is that I can't imagine. Next time you go diving, so take some pictures and share it on your <laughs> website. Yeah, so um, going back to some of the on-site and off-site, uh, there was one question that stood out that I was going to ask you. Um, you know, how, um, you know, we talk about the audiences and we talk about the effectiveness. Uh, what are the challenges for you as a business, female business owners, um, you know, residing, living in Malta? To open up those kind of things because we heard stories from when you were in Germany that you, you, you weren't happy and everything obviously you find your happiness and your passion here in Malta uh, surrounded by beautiful you know of course sceneries and landscapes um, tell us some of the challenges that you have or if so if, if any uh, here that you have in Malta or um, you know anything you know personal now and how you are doing in a family and then how are you you know, coping with that and juggling around with a lot, a lot of things. Yeah, like I think one of the biggest issues here living in Malta, because it's such a tiny place, um, is that there are hardly any other uh, online business owners, um, especially female ones, because I see that on the other island, on the main island, there are a few guys who are in marketing, like online marketing. But um, I mean, I can do online marketing, but it's not really something I'm totally excited about 
because like most of the like many of these guys over there are like doing marketing which doesn't really um yeah goes in together with my values because they like to like sell stuff which isn't really good and say it's good so they're like it's not really my kind of people i would like to hang out with so i think it's a bit hearty and more to share stories or to like um yeah communicate offline with other business owners or network. yeah or network. Also, like, network very hard yes right. um i mean we go to um kind of a lot of um, places in germany to to even promote our business with events um and otherwise usually everything is online um and of course like here what what another thing which i really really don't like about malta unfortunately is hunting they still do bird hunting here so it's like super strange and yeah. especially the guys who do that they are like super aggressive which i totally hate because it's like i don't even want to walk in the countryside if they are shooting because you just you don't want to talk to them you don't want to mess with them because they're crazy um so it's something i really hope will change <laughs> in in a time and um another thing is like i love living here uh but if you like to travel what i really like to do is like you usually always need to add some extra time for your flights because from malta you can't go to every destination so usually you have like i can go to germany for example a few places in europe with without a stop but like even if i want to go to croatia for example or um canary islands or something like that i always need to add some extra time so it's like three additional days of traveling because i need to make a stop in between but i think that's a good excuse you know whenever you're you're traveling over there it's like i'm sorry but i'm going to take another two three more days <laughs> to be <laughs> yeah. able to... <laughs> good excuse <laughs> beautiful excuse um yeah beautiful um so lisa what are your personal advices to other women uh listening to this podcast and women out there in regards to um you know your journey to success or simply following you know this beautiful passion of yours to become your purpose in life i think what's important is to like really be true and authentic to yourself and don't live a lie don't try to pretend to be someone you're not because on long term people will notice it and it also is super stressful for you to do that on a long term so really like take the time to see what you like what you don't like and then just implement it in your life directly and um don't be like too hard on yourself you don't need to like be super perfectionistic and i know how it is being perfectionistic because i used to do that it was super hard but what's important i think is as an entrepreneur or a becoming one it's like that you actually do things and not overthink things because you yeah you, you need to take action and um don't uh, undervalue yourself and really like stand for what you believe in and another thing which i think is really important is like to not compare yourself always with like people who are super super successful and years of business maybe take them as an inspiration but like don't feel bad if you can't reach this goal they already reached within like a few months because that's not possible 
Um, so um, also, I think social media. It's, it's yes. you know, if I may back to you, the social media is um, is really exploding out there with the images and you know certain women yeah. have to be way and everything like this. And I think that is important that the message that you know we're trying to uh, resonate to a lot of listeners out there that we women shouldn't be doing that. Like Lisa was saying, take that as not a comparison, but more so convert that into an inspiration. Yes. And then also don't be afraid to ask for help because if you ask for help, you might uh, get somewhere faster or easier or you will be less stressed, less overwhelmed and more confident even if you just ask for help. It's, it's nothing bad, nothing you need to worry about. Just go out there and ask someone you trust. And um, yeah, don't be afraid of You're asking. Not alone, right? Right. You're not alone. Just keep asking. There's tons of resources for women out there. Any other upcoming ventures uh, or exciting plans that you have you would like to share with us uh, out there? Yeah, like, um, first of all, one thing is, um, I'm, at the moment, I'm working on my uh, audio book. It's a free audio book I'm going to offer soon, like in about one or two weeks. Um, it's mainly for women who are entrepreneurs or who want to become one and are struggling with uh, their life because they are overwhelmed, stressed, and don't feel uh, confident enough to do stuff. Um, and another thing is that um, like in uh, April, May, I am going to start again with the um, group uh, program in mindfulness. It's a six to eight week program we do in a small group. Um, otherwise, if there are any, any listeners from uh, Germany or who are close to Germany, um, I am going to be in Germany in April and May. So in case you would like to meet up, then just drop me a message and maybe we can meet because I am going to be at two places um, and visiting some events. <laughs> that is so great because, you know, we love what you do. We love, we love to seeing you, um, you know, continue doing this. Uh, basically live your life completely grounded in your truth, just like how Lisa was saying, you know, as well as your beauty, your power, and then seeking inwards. Um, never be a prisoner and live it yourself, right? Mm -hmm. From what other people think and, you know, see you out there. Just be yourself, like you said. Any last thoughts um, before we, I know I keep looking at the clock, so hopefully we're not running out of time. <laughs> I want to say this though, self-love is also key, always key, self-care. Uh, live your life. Lisa yes. obviously living her life over there. Any last thoughts, sweetie? Um, yeah, I mean, like my motto is uh, listen to your heart and um, yeah, be yourself. So don't be afraid of being yourself. Don't be afraid of asking for help and just yeah, be authentic and yeah, live your life how you would like to live it and yeah, really follow your passion. Thank you so much. I know we're running out of time. <laughs> you know, every time when we're having so much fun, we're always, we're always running out of time. So yeah. I, I really would like to invite you back again and perhaps, you know, trying to, um, to see some of the updates that you're doing uh, in April, you know, going to Germany and all of this stuff. Thank you so much, lovely Lisa, for joining us and sharing your inspiring story. Um, we're hoping that the resonate the listeners out there, the, a lot of women out there, you know what, after all, all of us women here, we're the catalyst 
to great things in life, right, in this planet, whether we know it or not. Thank you all for your dear Lisa and services you extend to many, um, many of us and continue to inspire a lot of us here. And for our listeners, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, do post and share. You know, you know what to do. Share it, like it, tweet it, uh, Facebook, like it, you know, all of that fancy stuff that you, you do out, out there every day. I don't do that every day, but you guys do. It <laughs> fits your soul. It fits the soul of your friends and it feeds your soul to others and don't forget to subscribe and join um, the community with us too i am nikki dare your host stay safe stay vigilant until our next episode from my passion to yours and lisa thank you again so very much god bless and then enjoy malta thank you yes i will thank you very much for having me <laughs> likewise okay then god bless guys see you next time we talk. Bye now. You have been listening to Nikki Dares Radio, a podcast of sustainability with your host, Ms. Nikki Dare. To learn more, please visit Ms. Dare's websites, education.nikkidare.com. Workshops on safety preparedness, situational awareness are available. Also available, the Transformational Coaching Series. For corporate and private group pricing, please contact us. She also offers both private and group classes in firearms training, handgun, rifles, and shotgun. 
for individuals and families and home invasion scenarios and her other outdoor activities and her passion for fitness and upcoming classes. Follow her on LinkedIn and her social media, Twitter, Instagram, Google+, Pinterest, and Facebook. Or simply watch her tutorial videos. You can subscribe to her YouTube channel, Nikki Dare. All about her books and inspirational quotes can be found on her website, books.nikkidare.com. Check out her newest website, travel.nikkidare.com, for all travel resources, savings, and tips. Her calendars, both of living in purpose and passion, as well as her exclusive edition of Firearm Safety, are available for order on her website, NikkiDare.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free download on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. For more details on opportunities for sponsorships and speaking engagements, please email us at education at NikkiDare.com. Join her next time, living in purpose and passion. Our mission is to live a sustainable life with your host, Nikki Dare. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 